1: You're listening to Eagles Unfiltered.
0: Eagles! This podcast is powered by Eagle Maven of Sports Illustrated. Third down and one. Hurts. E even- First down and a touchdown. Here are your
1: hosts, Ed Kraz and Connor Miles. All right, here we are again, your Eagles Unfiltered crew, your SI.com fan nation, Eagles Today reporters, Ed Kratz, joined by my colleague John McMullen. We are here on a Saturday at the Novacare Complex where the Eagles just wrapped up day three uh, of the training camp, and today was the longest practice uh, of the three. They went for a full 90 minutes today. Um, And boy, there was a lot of action, a lot of stuff going on. But before we get there, uh, let's just dive into the practice report. Uh, Nick Williams missed today. We had our first injury, really, the first player who is missing time with an actual injury. That's Nick Williams. Listed Milt as an,
0: Williams, M- Milton Williams. Who did I say? Nick Williams. Uh, <laughs> I'm, thinking, I'm thinking, are we at Citizens Bank? Or, yeah, wow. Yeah. Well, it's right across uh, the parking yeah. lot here, but no. Milt, yeah. I'm like, what, what's that saying here? <laughs> no, Milton Williams is Milton out Williams. Yes. with an elbow injury. Thanks, John. Yeah, we don't um, know how
1: serious it is or anything like that, but yeah. uh, he's out. And also Milt. for the third straight practice, Zach Paschal. has has missed another one i mean he hasn't practiced yet the free agent signing uh still is struggling to return from uh, about with food poisoning he's out there but he's He's, not doing anything and i think he's falling behind i know that you know they
0: know what he can do but man you got to get out on the field and show it yeah i think it's more carrick wheatfall too have missed his third straight practice uh Uh, he's coming back from COVID. he's an undrafted rookie i think it's more of a uh uh, a big deal for him than zach pascal this coaching staff knows what Zach Pasco can do. And, you know, he's going to line up right. He understands this offense. So I, I, I think he'll be fine. But, you know, it when we talk about his chance of being the third receiver, which was unlikely to begin with, with Quez Watkins, he would have to beat him out. So maybe from that perspective, he's taken a, a, a little bit of a step back. You know, we had our first injuries in practice, though. Yeah. Uh, and, and maybe – Uh, John Hightower sort of hurt his midsection, uh, reaching for a ball and and drills. And uh, he he was down for a bit, but was able to return to practice and finish the practice. Uh, Rookie tight end Grant Calcaterra made a nice catch in the third down session near the end of practice. uh, Immediately grabbed his left leg. So I don't know if it's a hamstring, an ankle, or something of that nature. But... He limped off. He wasn't carted off, but he limped off slowly uh, and wasn't able to finish the practice. So, you know, that's a big deal. You normally don't talk about six-round picks being that big of a deal, uh, but this team needs a backup tight end, and Grant Calcaterra has looked pretty good over the first three days of practice as a receiver.
1: Yeah, I mean, that. you know, it would be a shame if he has to miss some time because then you fall back a little bit as a rookie so you know the eagles are off on sunday they return monday and tuesday i imagine we'll see them in pads full pads one of those days um, for the first time in camp but you're yeah you're right calcaterra you don't talk much about a sixth round uh tight end especially when you have dallas goddard in the building but you know the eagles would like to see somebody step up and take that number two job jack Stoll, of course handled it well last year wasn't a real weapon in the past game more of a blocking type tight end Tyree Jackson, who will, is started on pup, he's a candidate, but you know uh, we'll, we'll see how long it takes him to come back from the ACL that he tore late in the season last year. Uh, Noah, it's a guy has looked; he's
0: shown some flashes. Uh, another yeah, he guy. made a big catch. Yeah. Uh, in fact, Gardner Minshew, the defense kind of dominated today again for the second straight day. Um, they had this competitive third down period near the end of practice, where it was Nick Sirianni was keeping score. It was offense versus defense, and uh, the defense dominated the first team. Gardner Minshew was able to make it a little bit closer with a couple throws over the middle of the field to Noah guy that you mentioned in uh, Calcaterra. Otherwise, it would have been a route for the defense. The first team defense was dominant. It's, good, it's a good defense.
1: Offense. It's a fast defense. Miles Sanders said as much afterward. But listen, I, I thought the offense. It wasn't the offense looked horrible on Friday. I'm, I'll, I'll go there with you. But I, I don't think they were as bad today on Saturday. I thought you know, Jalen Hurts came out and completed his first four throws, uh, completed one a nice out throw to Devontae Smith, great catch. It was good coverage, um, and then he, uh, he th- completed another throw to AJ Brown on on the other side. So, uh, you know, he looked good early on. But then on the fifth throw of that series, Andre. Andre Sachery. Sachery. He made his second interception in as many days. I mean, this guy, this safety, he's coming. He's really making a strong bid to to make this team and help this defense, I think.
0: Yeah, he's played well. Um, Davion Taylor's really played well over the first couple days. But, you know, this interception was... You know, more concerning, and Andre made a, a nice play, and he deserves credit. Uh, but more concerning for me is uh, Jalen Hurts was flushed to his left. We all know, look, when he goes to his right, he's very, very good. But when he goes to his left, uh, and that's what Tampa Bay did in the playoffs, they tried to force him left. Uh, he, he struggles. And it was another indication where he probably should have gave up on the play, just ran it and uh, threw it out of bounds or you know, ran out of bounds for a minimal game. Um, he tried to throw it across his body in the middle of the field. Uh, I believe he was going for Dallas Goddard, but I can't even really tell you. Uh, and Saturday was there to pick it off. So, uh, bad decision from the quarterback, and that was the bigger concern. Uh, and then, as I mentioned, those you're right, there were some good throws to, to A.J. Brown. There were some good throws to uh, Devontae Smith. But when it, when it really turned up into the competitive nature, I think the first play was um, a read option, and Javon Hargrave just snuffed it out for uh, a couple two, two, three-yard loss. Then, then you had a, a pass breakup by T.J. Edwards. Um, you had a couple sacks on the day. Brandon Graham, as you mentioned before we got on the air, defense was really good. And I haven't even told you about James Bradbury. James Bradbury mm-hmm. looked like, a star today both in individual drills and 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 team drills he looked like a lockdown corner and if the eagles have two lockdown corners this defense has got a chance to be pretty good yeah the
1: one one play i noticed from james bradbury was during one-on-one drills where he was locked up with aj brown and you know it was right in front of me brown tried to do a little start and Uh, you know a little stop and then go and he stopped and and Bradbury bit a little bit but then Brown took off and Bradbury went right with him and then at the last minute he just kind of threw his arm up and the ball hit him in the arm um but yeah he he definitely looks very comfortable on the corner and you're right if he can you know continue to stack these days you know him and Slay are going to be uh very difficult to throw against and then you throw in you know Brandy Graham had the two sacks you know you have Hassan Reddick uh who you know there some talk about him dropping into coverage which he'll do a little bit i'm sure Um, but you know you have him you have sweat you have i didn't notice barnett much i haven't noticed him a whole lot
0: Um, but then fletcher cox was back out there today as well jordan Uh, davis is mixing in more yeah you know i'm interesting uh marlon tui Peloto has gotten more time than i thought he would get so maybe he's progressing at a faster rate than all of us assumed uh, and he'll get even more work if, if Milt Williams is out for a little bit. So um, the defense has been very good. And, and the linebackers, Kaiser White has been good. TJ has been great. Davion Taylor has been great to the point you start saying, all right, where are you going to get N'Kobe Dean, Nicoby Dean? Everybody's talking about N'Kobe Dean. Well, right now, those guys are playing so well, yeah, you're not even thinking about it. They have great corners. Abonte Maddox has made plays. We know how good Slay is. We just talked about Bradbury there's some concern about the safeties, but the safeties have played well. Sasha Ray, as we mentioned, Marcus Epps has played well. And then you have the veterans, Anthony Harrison, Jou- Joukowsky Tart. And by the way, it is Joukowsky. So even though there's, there, there's a Q UI, it's Joukowsky Tart. Yeah. Um, he, he's been a slow starter. He's learning the terminology. We got a chance to talk to uh, Denard Wilson, uh, the secondary coach who's now been promoted to the defensive passing game coordinator. He's got a lot of bodies, a lot of young bodies at corner. Um, That secondary is looking better than maybe we thought it was going to be on paper. Yeah, there's
1: no question. And, and, you know, in Tart's defense, I mean, Tart's a good player, I think. you know, he didn't get here till June 18th. And, you know, he was with San Fran for, what, seven seasons, I yeah. believe. So played you know, a lot of football. Yeah, yeah it's, it's an adjustment for a new guy to come in just really, you know, just over a month ago. You know, you, you probably don't have a whole lot of access to, you know, playbook and, you know, on-field work, you know. So, he, you know, he missed all the OTAs. He's coming in here. He's running second team. So, I'm not sure how much of a factor he'll be early on. Um, but, uh, you know, it's still football, and I think he'll help this team. Uh, as, the, as you know, the season goes
0: on. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it's a nice insurance policy is, yeah. is, is what it is. And, yeah, he, he's not only played a lot of football, but he, he's played a lot of football on a really good defense. San Francisco's had a really good defense for a number of years now. So um, I think it's a nice insurance policy to have. Uh, but I think the Eagles want to see Marcus Epps take that step forward, become the starter. You know, Jonathan Gavin trusts Anthony Harris, and Gerard Wilson mentioned how much he trusted Anthony Harris as well today. So um, it, safeties might not, you know, look great on paper, but the Eagles seem very, very comfortable at this point with what they have. Yeah, so this is the, I guess the big news story from today, John, was Miles Sanders.
1: You know, on Friday we saw him take all second-team reps, Uh, with Kenny Gainwell getting all the first-team snaps. And, uh, you know, of course, Nick Sirianni was asked about that, and then we talked to Miles afterward. But uh, I guess it was on purpose that they started their team drills with a Miles Sanders run, and Sanders did a great job with the run. He ran, I think it was, to his left. Cut it up into open field. And what was most impressive is once he got into that second level of the defense, he put a couple of shifty moves on Marcus, Mar- Epps, on Marcus Epps. Had Marcus yeah. Epps turning different directions and then he just ran past him, which would have been a long you it know 80-yard touchdown, yeah. touchdown, perhaps. We've seen Sanders hit those home runs before in actual games, and I think that might have been one of the one of them in practice. And of course, one an unidentified coach or player yells, That's the way to start a drill two six, and Sirianni yells, uh, To the reporters. To the reporters. He's yelling to us from the field. Uh, He's running with the ones. He's running with the ones. (laughs) He's a starter. He's a starter. So... uh, you know, Sanders took offense to that, though. Uh, yeah. We asked him about it afterward. You know, there was a you know, story or two written about him taking second team reps. or a lot of tweets about it. Uh, and he took it personally. He was asked what his motivation is for year four, and he says to get the respect that I deserve and people not writing articles about me running with the second team. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. it's just one more thing for Sanders to put, you know, on his shoulder, another chip to add to his shoulder to try to have a year in which he might Hit 1,000 yards for the first time. He might score a touchdown. He hasn't scored a touchdown in, like, uh, what, 18 games. You have to yeah. go back to the 2021 season. So, you know, he's got a lot to prove. And it starts, too, with his health. You know, he started or he played, I should say, all 16 games as a rookie. And then he was limited to 12 games last year and the year before. So, you know, it starts there with Sanders' health. Uh, he caught the ball today a little bit more smoothly. He's got to get more consistent there. We saw on the first day of practice, he bobbled the, a catch. But today, I think they threw it to him once, maybe
0: twice, and he caught them both in stride, good throws, yeah. and was able to turn on the Jets. And it was interesting, Nick Sirianni also got to got, uh, ask about the lack of motion in his offense last year uh, pre-practice. And all of a sudden, they show up in practice and they have a little bit of a wrinkle and have uh, all three receivers lined up on the left side, Miles Sanders on the right side, then they had this kind of jet sweep motion where they baked it to Miles and they they threw a, a backdoor screen to Dallas Goddard. Yeah. Uh, on the other side, and it really, that was one of the offensive highlights. Of yeah, it was an interesting wrinkle. Well. Three
1: receivers, yeah. or were they? Quez, it was Ravonte, uh, Quez, and, AJ, and AJ. All and, lined uh, yeah. up to Jalen Hurts's left, and then they motioned Sanders from the right to the left, and it looked like they were going to throw a screen. And you'd have the three receivers blocking Sanders' fake. fake or or, or a
0: jet sweep. I thought it was yeah. going to be a jet sweep. Right. Could have been right. a screen. Right. They could have handed him the ball. It looked like that. So you have the defense flowing one way. All of a sudden, you throw back. The yeah. other way that Dallas got her was nice and it, it you know cuz they were 32nd in the NFL when it came to using motion last year and Nick Sirianni said look I'm never going to be a big motion guy uh, but I never want to be 32nd in anything right. so he wants to use a little bit more motion uh, and and we saw a nice little wrinkle Uh Yeah, I think
1: he said, like, 24th and below. You never want to be 24th or below in anything in the NFL. So that's kind of his demarcation line. So,
0: and that's where he probably wants to reach. Like, he's never going to be Sean McVay. But, you know, he probably wants to be 23, 22 in that type of level. And that'll help the offense. And interesting wrinkle on the defense. You know, and that to me was – You know, they've been using this 5-2 front a lot where they have three interior linemen. You have two overhang players that Jonathan Gannon likes to call them. Those have typically been Hassan Redick and and Josh Wett with the starters. Today, they had Hassan Redick inside and Brandon Graham outside, and it looked like it created some havoc. The offensive line was like, all right, what do we do with this? Yeah. And uh, so that was an interesting wrinkle wrinkle from the defensive side. Yeah, he
1: was lined up to Reddick's left. They were side by side, but he was on the outside of Reddick, which was kind of cool. And like like we said earlier, Graham. You know, he just had a tremendous day, in my opinion. He, he just went right around Jack Driscoll on one play for a sack. You know, of course, they don't actually have sacks. Yeah. Of, but, you know, he was in on the quarterback before he could even really look down the field. That He went in that quickly. And then on the other one, he he really kind of got the better of Lane Johnson uh, and, and pushed him back into the quarterback. And again, before the quarterback was able to throw the ball. So they, to me, counted sacks. And if the Eagles can get something from Brandon Graham at 34 years old, coming off an Achilles, the, the presence that he brings on the field in the locker room, the trash talking that he likes to engage in. I mean, that's only going to help this defense. Uh, but really, we got it. We can't wait for the pads to come on. And hopefully we'll see that next week. Right now, uh, tomorrow the Eagles are off, and uh, John and I will have we, – we, we won't take off. We'll have a story or two on our site. At, you can check it out at – SI.com
0: backslash NFL backslash Eagles, EagleMaven.com. Yeah, you can yeah.
1: see us there. Yeah, I can't believe I couldn't remember that. I must need some water. I'm dehydrated. It's, uh,
0: it's hot out here. Yeah. All right,
1: so we'll check back with us on Monday. We'll have more. Uh, but we'll, our site, like John said, we'll have stuff there constantly refreshed, and you can read whatever we write there. Thank you. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts.